Welcome to Real to Raw. We're so excited that you're on today. We're excited that are you guys excited to be here? Yeah. Share on Facebook and Twitter. Get as many people on the show tonight. Um, happy to see so many uh, of you on already. Go ahead and invite your followers. Share on Facebook and Twitter. It's going to be a great show tonight, um, and we're we're excited to have you. Hey, honey. <laughs> you cannot stand him. <laughs> so so I had an interesting situation that happened yesterday. I was in the airport. Hey, Vida. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was on my way. I was on my way home uh, from Chicago, Illinois. We had an amazing time at the World Changers Summit. Come on. And the World Changers Summit is just a phenomenal gathering of people all over the world that want to change the world. Simple as that. And uh, it was out of this world. You agree? Out of this world. Yeah. I I mean, yes. You have a better way of saying Alienistic it? nature. Alienistic nature. Mm-hmm. I like that. Of massive proportion. Of massive proportion. Yes. Thousands of people in one room. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I don't care about thousands of people. You don't? No. Oh, okay. I just like hearing my daughter preach. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that you know that. I didn't think so. I got you. Oh. <laughs> I already told you about that mobile on Facebook <laughs> stuff. I know you're from New Orleans, and y'all do a lot of crisscross in the family and stuff like that, but I don't. You're talking about Matthew Stevenson. I'm talking about Matthew L. Stevenson III. Oh, good for you and him. I'm happy that you enjoyed uh, his preaching. I mean, he preached three times, too. I was happy. Were you? I was a happy camper. Well, listen, so we get in the, we get in the airport, Midway Airport to be specific. We go into the uh, checking the thing. And the what? The checking the thing. Oh, my. And so they're checking us as we go through, and next thing we know. The first thing they want to check was my breasts. The lady said, do you have anything in your chest? No, I got I got some G's up here. I got a <laughs> set of G's. But I, I, don't, I got a set of G's and a very supportive bra. I said, other than that, no, I don't, I don't have, I don't have nothing. I don't have nothing in there. Oh, they want, they want us to be louder. Oh, God. You can turn that just a little bit in. Whoa. So I told her I had the double G's and that's, that's all I had. So, um, so then after they checked my breast, then he came through behind me, and the little, uh, the little grid lit up. And what did they say about me? Ah, 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 ah. What did they say about me? They said he had an abnormal groin. <laughs> <laughs> what an abnormal groin? He said, they said you have so a groin abnormality. On the picture of the person. The whole little penis area was just lit up. The the the, the whole thing. He said, "I'm sorry. I I'm, have I'm to, gonna have to I'm check, have you, to with check you with the back, the back of, side my hand, of my hand. The back of my hand. He did like this, where so he's gonna do the balls like this from the left, and then, then he was gonna hit them from the right. He was like, and well, then open your low. pants. I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to check the top of your pants. I'm like, what's what? up with the constant molestation that I experienced? And then they want to know the if we, if if either one of us minded getting checked right there in the open. No, well, you taking me I in the back. I tell them you sure not gonna take me." in the back and You're taking me, this is not the first right time I've been molested. All these people. This is not the first time I've been molested you by TSA. Right so you're going to do it right here in front of everybody and make sure that there is, you know, <laughs> record of what you're doing to me. You want to check these double G's? Listen. You want to check this abnormal groin? Abnormal. That thing blessed me. I ain't going to lie. That's too, it's too high. The lady. So where you have the iPad today. Oh, really? I like it. 
Mm. Yeah. It's weird in the shot. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Well, the lady, the, the lady that was working with him was like, mm. she kind of looked over at me like, all right. <laughs> yeah, she's like, add me on the groin. I'll do it. I volunteer as tribute. As tribute. Listen, and I, all my question to them was, like, how many African-American men come through here and have that problem? Like, is this racial profiling? I'm talking about like maybe y'all y'all exception for groin sizes should you know maybe you should widen you know widen the gap to include all of our African American brethren because I'm trying to figure out how many of them you know kind of fall on that that side of the scale where they have to get checked. But I mean just check. I mean they want to check it out. What you think? I mean they was rubbing. It don't really look. Good. It was it must. Well you know what. I don't know. I don't, it's the only one I know, so I don't know if it's abnormal or normal. I don't really know. Oh, okay. It's the only one I ever had. I, okay. I don't have nothing to compare it to. Well. It's, it's big? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. I, I seriously don't know. I seriously never okay. had another one. So, I obviously, I've never touched a penis before. But you've seen a couple. But I've watched a lot of porn in my life. Oh, okay. Because yes. I seen a couple, but they was little, because they wasn't fully. Most of the ones I saw, except there was this one guy that used to be on there. I forgot what they called him. Um, oh, mm-hmm. Oh, he had a name. Oh, the one that our partners ran into? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Huh? See, we, no, I don't think, I don't know. His name. No, that wasn't that. it. That was the other person he used to it's watch. Mr. But, something. But yeah, Mr. 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 Marcus, you know them all. Mr. Marcus, and so and so, yeah. So now, Miss, you know, yeah, something else going on there. But yeah. So you think, like, but in, in comparison, comparison to what I've seen in the pornography world before, I was, you know, trying to live for the Lord. Uh-huh, then yours is big. Mine is supposedly big. Oh my god, I can't do this. I don't know. I I never watched I'm just porn. saying in comparison to what I've seen. Okay, because I never watched porn, I never seen another one. I mean, according to Chicago Midway Airport, it's an abnormal You have an abnormal groin. groin. So I'm saying you don't even have to qualify your own according to Chicago. It has been certified. Airport, it is you a, have a certified groin abnormality. How do you say it? A groin abnormality. That's what they said. They just said it's abnormal. That's what they said. So this is not just me speaking on my own. Right. Self. It's like documented. It is documented. If you go through the records in Midway Airport. It is Sherman fact. Dumas Sherman Dumas under abnormal junior. groin. Don't forget the junior. Sherman Dumas Jr. abnormal groin. Hey. Junior abnormal groin. I'm not mad at it. I, I, hey, I didn't say it. They said it. I don't know. So anyway, so that was a bit of my experience coming Wait up. Wait a minute. Two real, two raw said they remember Mr. Marcus. And I know Wait they do. Uh, yeah, I know my publicists <laughs> remember Mr. Marcus for sure. We're gonna so, show y'all a picture of who's running the who's running our comments today, so you see, <laughs> so you see which person on our team remembers Mr. Marcus. I mean, we got more than one. Any of them Oh, raise your hand if you remember Mr. Marcus well, in the room. She the one that said his name. Oh, okay. She the one. She oh, the one. We got a hand over there. Oh. We got a hand over there. Oh, somebody said I remember him too. All right. <laughs> All right, that was a shot. No, seriously though, one of our partners—well, one of our old partners. She's not a partner no more. But she went on a date. Her and her man was on a date, and they ran into this guy and was like, "You look so familiar." 
you know, whatever they talking, like, did you go to, you know, this college, that college, I won't say the college, because y'all don't know who I'm talking about, um, and so they was trying to figure out where they knew each other from, and then the guy said, well, my name is, you know, Mr. Marcus, you may have seen me on, like, a, you know, like a film, or something, because I do, I do film, <laughs> and then, how about this, the, the ex-partner and her date, they both knew who the guy was. Watch it. So then when he said what his name was, they then they both they both were embarrassed in front of each other. They, they realized both but they, they had both that pornography. watching that porn separate and then ran into the man at the ice cream shop and gonna try to hit it up like mm-hmm. you know, we was ten year high school reunion friends or right, something like that. They were soulmates. Listen, I mean that was hilarious. But anyways, I don't know I don't know Mr. Marcus. But anything else happened to you exciting hmm. on the way back? Uh, I got to sleep well on the way back. On the mm-hmm. way to Chicago. It on was, the way there, we flew with Megan Good. We did. We Come did. On, we did. Megan was on the same flight with us. and uh, They had to check Megan's bag. They Listen, I was so excited that they put her through the same rigor Morris uh, that they put everybody else through. And she got like, they had to double check her bag. I was like, yeah, you're not that famous, is you, huh? <laughs> we don't even trust your lotion. <laughs> we don't trust your lotion. Get it to the side. <laughs> Mrs. Good. Oh my! Oh my God! I hope I didn't get canceled from my speaking engagement uh, a few ten minutes ago. Oh. We're here. Uh, we're here talking about growing abnormalities. But you didn't dictate that you had a growing abnormality. It's true. That was Chicago Midway Airport. That's just true. It you should have them print out the uh, print out the. <laughs> I know. I could have used that thing. Be like a little screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> a little screenshot. Growing abnormality. <laughs> I don't know how many. I don't know how many. I am not going to do this with the Saints tonight. I'm not. I'm, I refuse. I refuse to do it. So, anyways, we had a. She said she felt convicted. Oh no! 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 Oh my Jesus! Listen, everybody needs Jesus. So he was just coming to the mercy seat. Hey, you know what was one of my biggest parts of this weekend, though, real quick? What? You have a new book out, and it's not commercial time. It's just I'm excited for you because I think you're one of the most phenomenal people on the doggone planet. Yes, yes, yes. And you had a book that came out. It's called Grace and Grit. It did come out this, Grace this and, weekend. At Grace Rangers. and Doggone Grit. If you haven't already, invite your followers, share on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, my God. Look this at this. My team is thinking today. Except the ones who took a job that hasn't worked on the Sundays. Here we go. This is amazing. Not just Sundays. He said Saturdays. Saturdays too. Yeah. So we won't be able to do outreach. Yeah, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. You probably end up just firing them. It's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. So, so we we uh, grace and grit. So I want you to 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 go. Well, it ain't online yet. It's not online yet. I think it'll be online tomorrow. They said. Is it online tomorrow, Diana? It's online tomorrow. Somebody said they like the, the Grace and Grit shirts. Wait, was it for sale at World Change? It was for sale at World Change yes. after doing it with the Dumas' table. You got to start by doing it with the Dumas'. And so it'll be online tomorrow at chiquetdumas.com. It will be. You missed it. Why didn't you come to our table? We were there. Yeah, because we were at our table like every day. So what is this? This is a... This is a 21, no. 31. It's 31. It's a 31-day devotional. What is Grit and Grace about? Come on, real quick, real fast. It's Grace and Grit. Grace and Grit. What was it about? I don't know. You tell me. Somebody says it's a good devotional. We already have a, a happy customer. 
It is a balance. Um, it's all about the balance between uh, embracing God's grace for your life, yes. but then also having the grit and hard work to actually go um, along with it. That actually is the theme of my Women's Conference 2018. Shut up. Um, somebody said it's a book about breakfast. Kyle, this is what I Kyle, we have not missed you, by the way. I need you, Kyle. What I need you to do is I need you to go play on the freeway. Oh my God! No, we actually we actually have missed you. The two ten or the ten freeway. We actually have missed you. Because six oh five and the fifteen move too slow. I need you to go play on the two ten. I have a question. Can you guys? Is there anything different about me? Is it you guys? Viewers? Yeah. Shut up! I said viewers. I am viewing. Happy 40th. Happy 40th? Mm -hmm. No, nobody asked you how many hoes you banged, Kyle. We not counting hoes. We counting my age, and I ain't 35. No, not a lineup. What are you trying to be disrespectful, Shakara? I keep a lineup, sweetie. Oh, is... wait a minute. Don't be doing that to Shakara. That is my girl. You can't talk to her like that. Clap back. I mean, Jesus. I talk to Kyle like that, not Shakara. Anybody else? No, Sherman, they can't see it. They said they can't really see you. Oh, Lord. Will y'all please tell this man? I know what it is. My glasses, your hair is retwisted. No, come on, stop it. You, you took, took your, your hair, hair down, down from the conference. conference. No, That's I true, because now, now, like, now it's like crinkly. She said she thought it was extra. It's crinkly. okay. I'm just messing with you, Shakara. Yeah, you got just, a wax. You can't see if I had a wax or not. No. Do you see this? No, I have not been waxed. <laughs> no, they can't see it. I'm you on the front camera. Oh, your thing is too high. You... Diana, are you paying attention? I'm trying to show these people something. No, I have not been waxed. Over there. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. So, no wax there. Can you zoom in, Diana? You no. love your wife more than ever. Nah, no. <laughs> You're slimmer. I am. But that's not it. No, you ain't. Yes, I am. That groin abnormal, though. I don't know if you yeah. zoomed in on me like that. Oh, you have a bump on your forehead. But I mean, not that close. Right there. You have like a devil's horn. Right here. Makeup. You have Makeup? You're a millionaire. Okay, back on it. I colored my hair. Ah! I mean, these Jesus. people are God. They could not. They could not. I know it's just a little bit lighter, but Jesus, you got extensions. You, no, I didn't. <gasps> it's so disrespectful. No, I didn't get 3D. She got 3D nails. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. I love my little, I love my ghetto nails. It's just subtle. You can't tell. He got, he got mocha put in his hair. So it's like, it's like brown mocha. Oh, it's usually so like jet black almost. You can see, I can see it. His nail, yeah. So he thinks that his, his hair is, subtle. is yeah. It's subtle. subtle. They want to see your nails. Oh my God! Okay, they said zoom in on the on the nails, Diana. You gotta do the nails now. Please don't get my neck though, cause I don't really like that that close on the screen. That right, Shay, baby. Shay was supposed to do my edges for the show. You didn't tell me that. I know. You didn't even be an edges. Uh, you should have done uh, my edges. Expert. I got. You. I don't know if you can see them really good. Yes. Anyways, hold them up. Can you bring my book on Wednesday? This is my get on nails. What is Wednesday? Shakara? Oh, she's going to be in Vegas. Oh, in Vegas. Got it. 
You know, I'm having issues with my leg. I don't know if I'm going to be able to travel to Vegas. I, since all this traveling that I did this weekend, I really, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make that trek so far. This um, baby doing said, said no. So do me all this. Right. Invite your followers. Share on Facebook and Twitter if you haven't already. Get as many people in the room as possible. It is going to be an amazing, it's already an amazing show. <laughs> so we're moving to, to Raw where, news. Raw, raw news, right? So here's the next Let's thing. Let's go. Move over a little bit, honey. No, no one over here, one over there. There's no, okay. Okay. He works on the weekends. He doesn't even eat that much. Move the pillow. He can sit right there. Okay. Now she got a duty. She can come over here. Okay. Give me the one with the Judy's over here. And see, he didn't even have to move the pillow. Okay. On the weekend. The weekend. <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> so anyway, hello, Woo Connects Groups watching live with our veggie lasagna Millie in the Wild. oven. Millie we Wild. love our apostles. And your apostles oh, hey, love you. Millie Wild. Y'all better eat that vegetable lasagna. That's right. So what is happening in the world? We don't know. I like hers. What's happening I, in the world? I think it's amazing, you know. Um, it's not amazing, but, you know, you all know about Harvey Weinstein. How yes. Everyone's coming out about him actually, you know, sexually abusing women and yes. raping them. But I also think it's good that it's giving the whole Hollywood community opportunity to talk about their sexual situation. So Terry Crews has come out this week about him being sexually assaulted by a Hollywood high-power Hollywood exec. No. Yeah, it happened last year. They, the person. Oh, that reason? Yeah, the person groped his penises. Now this man, look at this man. This man is big. He got up. Listen, you know well, he no, got no, no, Probably more. not, because Bishop Tudor Bismarck said this week that when you take steroids, he said that it shrinks your penis. Now this came straight from that man of God's mouth. Am I lying? We were sitting there. He said it in that in that thing. And, and they trying stuff. to figure out which one of y'all knew Mr. Marcus. Oh, that was Uncle Millie. Oh, nobody that on the camera. No, it was not him. Okay. They're not on camera. They over there. That was Uncle. That and they dark skin. So, but, it's not Shay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. So, uh, 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 but, but, so I, I don't know if he has a grown abnormality. I'm just saying. But either way, like how disrespectful is that? And I think that I think that the victims of sexual abuse, sexual harassment has like this picture of like this weak woman mm -hmm. or you know this like docile woman or even a loose woman who's asking for it and stuff like that right. so I think it's really interesting and I think it's great that people are putting a new face to it mm -hmm. because it doesn't have a face it doesn't exactly. have a type yeah. it doesn't have a limit people wow. are people are abused all the time and we would look at him and think, oh, there's no way you were sexually abused. But yeah, it's possible, people. People are <laughs> taking advantage of every day and we ignore it or we, you know, slight because that was part of his story, right? Yeah, and actually, they did it in front of his wife. His wife saw it. So how And it wasn't a woman, right? No, it was a, it white, was a white, man. Old white man. Yeah. Executive. Nasty. Over 60. He just wanted what? you a big old black man. Did he be like threaten his job or something? Well, yeah. So after he did talk to some people about what he should do and told them, don't say nothing because if you do say something, they will, you know, blackball him and he won't have work for you. Blackball. Literally. Literally. <laughs> 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 that is inappropriate. Okay, move it on. Because blackball, 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 blackball. 
black men, black boys. You don't get it. I think he was I saying, who are you to say that that's inappropriate? I think he I didn't say that. Oh, who am oh, I? I think no. that's what he was trying to imply. You want to no. know who am I? No. I Wait a minute, let me get my resume, because my resume is longer than this pillow. Oh, my God. Because you want to know who am I? No, I didn't I got say, a you list. say that. I oh. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who am I? P. Oh. Um, Gucci man. Gucci. Got married. Did you hear how much he spent? $1.7 million Wow. On a wedding. On a wow. wedding. It's not including her. But wedding. he had it to do. He did. But that's like, I want to know where he's going for the honeymoon. That's what I want to know. I think when you when you live in the kind of living they live in, uh, you know, every day is a honeymoon. True. I don't think it's true. They probably still took one. You don't think they took one? Look, look at him. And I think she and looks amazing. Girls looking fine. Does. You hear me? I looked at her. She looks amazing. Listen, I ain't gonna lie. I was a little jealous. Yeah, that I'm like, dress is amazing. I was a little jealous. I was like, how did Torrey Roberts? I sh- I'm going to be able to do the wedding. Why did and y'all did he officiate the whole wedding? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. Because somebody said that he was part of the ceremony, but I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, this is the wedding party. So okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. But he didn't know them, though. He didn't know them? This is what I thought. When well, I watched, he has, he's friends with a BET executive. Right. But when I watched the show, I felt like he was telling them, like, they didn't do, like, pre-medal, like, counseling before you actually get married. So mm-hmm. I can kind of tell he was going to do all that at the ceremony space before they did the I do. That's interesting. Yeah, I can tell that. So he was kind of, like, giving them tips yeah. that mm-hmm. you normally would have walked somebody through. Do beforehand. Okay. But how much did he get paid? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, you didn't got BT. You didn't have to pay me nothing. Just to put me on there. On air, live all over the world. Just remember this, BET. If you ever watch this, happen to watch it, you don't have to pay Sherman Dumas jack nothing. Just give me the TV time. But get this. Did y'all see people? I'm cheaper than Tory Roberts. But did you see people trying to shade his wife? Trying to shade Sarah? No, they came for her. They came for her because they were asking her if she was pregnant. Did you see the dress she had on? Oh, I didn't see the dress she had on. She had on her umpire waist dress, which has a tendency to, um, I have a tendency to maybe make it look like you got a bump when you don't really have a bump. So oh. I thought that that was just so inappropriate. But she clapped back. She clapped back really fast. She, she was, was like, like, you know how some people, when they think you're pregnant, actually don't say anything? Because, because they they're not rude. actually sure, and they know that that would be rude? Oh, yeah, I'm that kind of person. Whoa. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so like, I'm she, not pregnant. Right. And then all throughout the weekend, she was snatched. But can I say something? Sarah, you look pregnant. Okay, just trying to help you. What are my kids doing up there? And so, so, <laughs> so Sarah. Is somebody crying? No, no, oh, okay, okay. So long as ain't nobody crying, they okay. good. All right, but anyway, I thought it was amazing. Would you spend that kind of money when you get married, to Heidi? If I had that money, I would. You would pay a million dollars. You retarded if you do. If you have it in the bank. I don't think he should have done it. It's my opinion. It's my show, right? My op- Y'all show, right? My opinion, too much money to spend on the wedding. Definitely. Period. Okay. No, no, because it's all relative. So you you, when you had in the bank, after you paid for your $40,000 wedding, so what we had left in the bank was probably just close to $40,000. That would million. So all that would mean is if you had $1.7 million in the bank, you would have spent $1.7 million on your wedding. They didn't spend $5 million on wedding invitations. Um, so, I, I, don't, I, I just disagree with you. If, you, if $1.7 million was to you, what it is to them, 
you probably would have fixed it. I don't think so, Kat. It's relative. I, I really don't Sherman, think so. if you have $10 million in the bank, why would you not spend $1.7 million on a wedding? Just, it's, that's like, I mean, that's a lot going on. I just don't think I would. But they had to pay for security. Just think about their security budget, period, for this wedding. Like, there are certain requirements that just because they are rich, they had to have. No? The diamond bouquet. I don't think that that was an option. That thing was gorgeous. It wasn't a damn option. What do you mean it wasn't an option? They didn't have to spend all that money on that? That diamond bouquet, that was mandatory. I I mean, they they could, like, the dress, the bouquet, probably the cake. But then you understand that. For wedding invitations? But understand that they probably didn't even pay for a lot of the stuff because they did sponsorships. So the diamond bouquet was probably something that a diamond, uh, right, a diamond company, they. My wedding was amazing. I don't know. I think she said that. Not to them. Oh yeah, that's what, and that's what um, Lashawn said. That a lot of the stuff was probably was probably free sponsored, stuff like that. Do they know what marriage means? I mean, I don't know because I don't, I don't personally know them. So I can't say that. And I know people are already putting like judgmental words out there like, oh, you know, they ain't not going to make it. This is not going to last. They've been together for a long, for a long time. Yeah. You can say that about anybody, though, because America's favorite couple. I was just talking about this the other day. I like um, especially like even at the church, like people have like these favorite couples and, and stuff like that. They be the ones that's worse off. Yep. Get a divorce yeah. and everything else. You remember the light skin youth pastor we used to have? Yep. You remember Weatherspoon? You know, they got a divorce. Oh, oh they did. Yeah. They got divorced. You know, they're like favorite couple. Oh. You know what I mean? I just love your love. And I was like, all right, whatever. We'll see. If you're watching, I don't have anything to say about this because I know you do follow me very strongly. So, hi. He follows you? Yeah. He left the church and didn't say nothing to you. We we re- reconciled since then. Remember he sang Remember he sang the song? And I'm not It was a champion, right? I choose when to tap out. And I won't even. You said you're tapping out? Look. Oh, So, my wife. That's something from. Uh, stop it! You're gonna get us in trouble. What's <laughs> <laughs> nothing? I don't even want to say what it's from. What is that? It's a speaker did that at World Change Summit. Stop! That's what the monkey do when he want to get out. Right now. Please. Oh, you can't. I do not get me in trouble with this stuff. That's the monkey. That's the monkey. Don't do that right now. That's the monkey. You're alive on the internet. Do not do that right now. That's the monkey. Stop! The chimpanzee. Okay, I'm done. What else is going on? uh, This is what else has happened. Art Kelly's ex-girlfriend details physical and sexual abuse. Talking about they were abused by... Now, this is the thing. They've been coming for Bishop R. Kelly in so many ways recently. (laughs) They said that there's a whole, you know, supposed to be a cult. I don't believe that foolishness. I think they're haters. A cult against him? You know, a cult that he has a sexual cult. And that oh, somebody, okay. somebody mama was calling in. You said she, you think he does? And, and she was saying, I'm okay, but she wouldn't say what she was and all this kind of stuff like that. So I just, I, I mean, I don't know. Some of these stories, I'm just going to be honest, you know, I, b- I believe a lot of the Weinstein stuff. Um, I believe that stuff. I don't know that how much of the Bill Cosby stuff I believe. I, I think part of me, I feel like it's, an, and y'all, gonna, you know, people might come for me for saying this, but I feel like it's an assault on the black man. It's just my opinion. That's and what I, I think too. Like the way, I just feel like they waited till he was frail enough oh, to come for him, exactly. and and he did that, that in his last years to spoil his, his 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 the testimony of his life. So f all of y'all, but um um. <laughs> But as far as R. Kelly, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he was peeing on people. 
That's what I say too. Yeah, yeah. 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 a whole twelve. Yeah, a whole P ministry. Give them a little bit. Twelve plays. A whole ministry of yours. Just a little bit. Twelve plays. You know, David. I mean, he's on the video. Yeah, I think he really peed on it. And I meant by F you, I meant forgive you for those that don't know what that means. Yes, forgive you. That's what we mean. We mean forgive. Because some of y'all don't watch us regularly, so you don't know that's what we mean. Forgive. F you. Forgive. We don't need need nothing else. But yeah, I think he peed on it. I think they liked it. Absolutely. You know, people like that stuff. They do like that stuff. That's what they say. Because they why? keep paying them their money, and they're going to stay right there in their house, doing whatever he wants. Wait, he pays them to pee on him? I don't know. He, he a lot of people. I mean, I <laughs> well, he's just say. like, I don't think that they necessarily just, like, pay cash. But yeah, he, he, he give them money. Them. Yeah. Oh. So you stay like, there. Like, inadvertently. Well, not just oh, free concerts. No, like, wardrobe. Like, send you home with, like, some cash. Like, extravagant gifts, extravagant vacations, not just to get peed on, just for sexual fetishes and, oh. and whatever. I think a lot of this all has to do with the abuse of power. Absolutely. Now, that's what it is, by the The abuse of power. So men of, and women in power taking both. advantage. Yeah, taking advantage of, of what they have and making people who are at their um, whim to put them in situations. Y'all know y'all loud, we can hear y'all on my, on my microphone. And so we, uh, we, you know, put them in situations where they have to kind of acquiesce to it because they're afraid of losing their jobs, losing what they have, losing opportunities, so then they go with it. Which is sad. And sometimes it's not verbalized, it's just the, the mental thing of it. Yeah. I just kind of feel like that's what happened with Monica too, but anyway. I mean, there's a lot of things happening in the world. Lewinsky. Lewinsky, oh, the blue yeah. dress. Please talking about the singer, I was like, she got peed on too. <laughs> She's actually friends with R. Kelly, so I don't know what they did back in the day. Oh, wait, who's friends with R. Kelly? Monica. Like Monica and Brandy, like the boys, mine, 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 boys, 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 so it's come on, put my song on. Yep, come yeah. on, y'all should be on it already. <coughs> Going off on a special thing. Oh, oh, oh. All right, you don't have to pee, do you? No, I don't have to pee. All right, because I, you know, I don't. I don't have a pee ministry. I don't do that. Listen. That's growing on the abnormality of not. I, I do not do uh, uh, pee ministries. All right. Hey, y'all. So y'all it is time. Y'all know what time it is. It is time. So before we go into the next segment, do me a favor. We we done blown the whistle. I need you to invite your followers, share on Facebook and Twitter, let people know that we are on on every form of social media. We are here and we're ready to share. This is our coaching session. And yes. today, today, okay. what are we talking about? Coaching your life. We, we're coaching your life about what? Blowing the whistle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't let nobody pee on you. No, that's not it either. If you find a man with an abnormal groin, keep him. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you start dating somebody, I just just tell them like, hey, before we go on this, before we go to dinner, can we go through security at the airport? <laughs> it's a little game I like to play. Can we just, you know, we just gonna go through security. We don't need no luggage. Just I go. cannot with this. So we're talking about squad goals. Tell my friends. Oh, yeah, squad goals. So we're coaching you about your friendships. Yeah. Your friendship relationships. It's really, really important. It's really, really situationships. 
So I, I think one of the things that I think is... Oh, my God, what is the word of the week? The word of the week is... Choosy. Choosy. Just choosy. 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 And I think you got to be choosy in your friends. Absolutely. When you're choosing friends, you got to be really choosy. You have to be really... Oh, I missed the cue. I'm sorry. Really? I missed it again. I'm sorry. But one more time. Really? Choosy. Yeah. <laughs> and so you gotta be, you gotta be choosy. And I think a lot of times people are not, so you end up in some really bad situations. Choosy moms choose GIF. I Listen, that's uh, choosy. Somebody's out there in Atlanta just lonely writing these comments. I need I need you to get on the plane and come on back over here, mother. Because you're talking about you quoting Jiffy Moms at this point. You're getting a little desperate, mother. I need you to go on and drag a man through through the baggage plane through the security line and get back over here. So I think one of the ways that you get friends, okay, one of the ways that you absolutely get friends, and you know the Bible talks about it is you gotta show yourself friendly. And Absolutely. I know that seems like, oh, no, 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 no. You have to be, a lot of people out there are wanting friends, but you're just mean. You're not only mean, you don't speak when spoken to. You, you don't like to open up. And a lot of times people want people to open up to them, but they refuse to open up themselves. Yeah. Nobody wants to connect with a wall. Yeah, or just really going out on a limb, like, you know, because like a lot of times people say, well, nobody reach out to me, nobody. Talk to me, nobody, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me. But part of showing yourself friendly is putting yourself out there. Maybe somebody waiting on you to talk to them. Y'all both can't be on opposite sides of the room talking about nobody talk to me. Yeah, that's real talk. Like, at some point, if you really want friends, you have to be active um, about it and show yourself to be friendly. Somebody says smile. Like, smile, look pleasant, laugh at a couple of jokes. Like, to me, I don't be friends with people who are not, like, who don't have a good sense of humor. Because I'm freaking hilarious. So, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out, like, if we all... You know you were funny yourself. I'm hilarious. Okay. Yes. The kids tell me I'm hilarious. What kids? All my kids at school. Okay. They all think I'm funny. So, yeah. my birthday cards and stuff like that, be like, they be like, principal, 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 whatever they call me. They be like, you are so funny. Like, like, that's the number one thing they love about me, is I'm funny. Your interns say you're funny, too. Listen, see, Shay Baby, she think I'm, she think I'm funny, too. But, um, like, so if I'm in a group of people, and we laughing, and we're joking and stuff like that, and you sitting there not, mm -mm, you funky bonk. You is funky bonk. And you not, and you not laughing, I don't, I don't want to be friends with you. So whatever the qualities are that you are, that, that you, um, for. Right, that you find valuable mm -hmm. in yourself. You need to display that as well and not be so uptight. Now, if you're not a funny person and you don't want a funny friend, you're right. Don't laugh at jokes. Just sit there like you got be a stick a, so far up your butt puss. that you open your mouth and we can see the little stick mm -hmm. in the back of your throat, but yes. it's stuck up your butt. Like so, the sour patches for, for breakfast. That's oh, fine. Hi. I mean a sour patch smoothie. Mm -hmm. So you can sit there if you want to if that's the kind of friend you want. But most of the time, people have like this shutdown mechanism that they put up as a wall, and you got to at least like let the wall halfway down and peek over the wall and find you some friends. But you have to be friendly. That's bringing the wall down. Absolutely, and I think I think that includes um, you you realizing that on a regular basis. Okay, life is about connections, and I really believe that everybody's like one connection away from their like next level. And mm -hmm. sometimes if you're not 
careful, you can block out those connections by not being friendly enough. And it could be that moment that that one friend that you want, that you need to be connected with, that can not only be someone just to go to the movies with, that could just be someone to go hang out with. It could be a person that's, you know, on their grind, in their game, to be able to take it to the next level, which leads me to the next thing, is that you want to pick people that are better than you. Come on, sir. So if, if all of the people that you hang out with and that are your friends are on the same level of you, I, that, I feel like that's kind of lame. Yeah, and it's, and it's not necessarily because then people are like, okay, well, if everybody's looking for somebody better, who's going to be friends with who? So it's not necessarily that they're, better than, you, that they're better than you in everything. Right. So um, somebody, who was I talking to? I don't know. I was talking to somebody about two young ladies at the church that are friends with each other. And I said, I think they just have the perfect friendship mm -hmm. because they have so many strengths um, in each other. And then they also have weaknesses, but it's almost like they, they match. So Good. some people, they, uh, your, all your friends and you have all the same weaknesses. Mm. Can't nobody help each other. It's like the blind leading the blind. My mom, you Bless know, you. she moving a little, you know, moving a little slower, you know, a little frail, stuff like that. She goes help somebody on a cane get groceries. And I'd be like, between the two of y'all, I mean, come on. Somebody's going to have <laughs> to help each other. I, who's going to help who? So with that, like, you have to make sure that y'all don't have, like, all the matching, all matching weaknesses. And so you want to make sure that there's some type of strength in that person that you aspire to gain. There's some type of strength in you that they aspire to gain. So then you help each other. You help each other out. And don't be intimidated by people who are better than you in certain things. For real. Your friend needs to be better than you in um, in some things. I had somebody reach out to me. Um, I have like a, a pastor group that I hang out with a lot. And so, you know, they got like, you know, pastor's wives and stuff like that. And I know a whole lot of like shady pastors' wives. Not saying I that. mean the shade of God is. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not saying that other women are not, but I'm just saying I've met a lot of shady pastors' wives, and so it makes me have a certain level of anxiety. Just keeping it real, a certain level of anxiety when I'm around certain um, groups of pastors' wives, even if I don't know you because of my past experience. So I, it's a certain level of anxiety. But I was in this group of women, and one of them reached out to me and said, hey, let's be friends, like just straight up. And I would not have necessarily like coined her as a friend, but what I found over time is that she has a lot of strengths that I do not have that I admire about her and vice versa. She shared with me certain things that she really admires about me. I'm like, girl, I didn't think you was looking my way. Um, you know, and so it's really worked like as a, as a balance. Absolutely. And I know for me, it's just been really, really important to look for those strengths inside of people and to be able to, for lack of a better way, pull on those strengths and Absolutely. learn and gain from what you do better than me. And like you said, it's not all the way across, but there's some people who are just greater at doing different things and it can balance you, it can grow you, it can cause for you to go to the next level. Absolutely. Because you should be looking to gain out of a friendship. Right. So Why y'all in these things that nobody's getting it done? Why are you friends with them? I don't know. We we just click. Click in what? Right. Like who's who who's growing who who's helping you? Who's helping who? If you're if this is somebody that you're actually gonna spend time with, they should make you better in some way. They should make you better um to some level. Otherwise they're an acquaintance. They're a colleague, they're a ministry partner, they're a play date friend, or I mean a play date, a play date person, person you go on play dates with, but 
You need to have somebody that you're able to give into and they are able to give on to you. And it is a mutually beneficial relationship. I think that sometimes, because I, and I always think about like the, the pretty girl who has all ugly friends. Deal with it. And then y'all all go out and everybody want you. And then nobody wants your friends because you make sure that everybody around you is uglier than you. I mean, just ugly. I mean, it's it's so it's such an indicator of having low self esteem when you can't have people around you and your close quarters that are better at you than somebody yeah. than, at something. It should be very clear that no, my friend is better at this than I am. Absolutely. Here's the, here's the next thing. You have to you want to find somebody that has similar grind or work ethic. Absolutely. So people that's on it, like, why do you hang out with losers? Just real talk. I don't know why nobody has friends that are losers. Meaning that they don't have any kind of focus. They sit up on the couch. They're always in the clan of, I'm working on it. I can't stand that mess. So people that just always working on it but doing nothing is a shame. And I don't think you should have those kind of people in your circle. You need to, I feel like in the last quarter of this year, you need to get into the spirit of the cut. You need to just cut some people off. If, if they are not, if they are not in 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 a place where they're on that same level and grind, I don't have to be, and I don't have to feel bad. Well, what if what if, what if, what if they need to learn and grind for me? Well, then you can go learn and, and come back. Yeah, but that's right. a different posture of yeah, relationship. That is too. So that's a different posture of relationship. If you feel like you that person has, um, you know, you're supposed to teach them a grind, that's a mentorship. Right. That's not a friendship. Listen, Bishop. So if you need to raise them up in business or something like that, that, that can be a, a mentorship. But if you all don't have the same work ethic, I guarantee you, at some point, somebody's work ethic will come into question. Um, I'll never forget um a, a friendship that I've had for years and years and years and years and years. Tell your story. And every time we every time we get together, we have conversation, everything's normal. And you know, sometimes we say to each other, girl, I'll see you next year. Just let's get the real. And we, we, will not dead, talk to, we will not talk to each other again for a whole year. And we be dead serious too. But every time we get together, every time we talk on the phone and, and we'll we'll talk more often than, than that. But it really could be a year before we actually see each other with our with our own eyes but if you are my friend you have to understand how hard i work you better and then you also need to value how hard i work yes ma'am and if we have if our work ethics are drastically different you're not going to understand us. you we you won't understand yeah, you won't understand me i won't understand you laying on the couch no i won't understand you, you taking naps when you ain't really work that what hard I won't understand you taking a vacation when you have no money because you haven't worked on nothing. I won't understand you knowing all the latest TV shows on the television. I won't understand you. Like we we can't we can't be, be friends. friends. Like we can't be friends because I won't I won't understand you. All day. Like it'll be it'll be too it's, it gets too complicated. So y'all work ethics need to be similar. So if you if you got a a loser mentality work ethic, like I take a vacation, I always need a break, I always need time off, then you find you some always needing time off friends. But if you want to be friends with somebody that's on the grind, you need somebody that's similar grind. What's the word of that? Choosy. Choosy. You gotta be choosy and have no problem with being choosy. Like you're, we always hear it said, right, that your your net worth. Is, is connected to your network. And so and we hear it all the time, but it's so true. And I'm telling you, sociologists say you're the sum total of your five closest friends. Yeah, and the family responsibilities, I agree. I agree. 
with the family responsibilities as well. I'm not saying that, like, you know, if you have kids, you can't be friends with somebody that doesn't have kids. But they have at, to, at some level, be sympathetic to what you have going on. So, like, if I tell my friends stuff like, hey, girl, call me at 9 o'clock after I put all the kids down, that don't yeah. seem strange to them. Right. They know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. I mean, you and they know. I mean, a whole hell. Because okay. they know we're not about to have no productive conversation until I put these raggedy kids Why in the bed. My kids got to be raggedy. Ooh, because half the time they are raggedy. You seen them dreads after they got in that pool this weekend? Wow. I mean, just raggedy heads. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. Here's the next Similar thing. Grind. Here's the next thing is that you want to choose someone who is comfortable with being brutally honest with you. Brutal. Like telling you the whole truth. And nothing but the truth. So help you God. Yeah, because if not, if you have a bunch of liars around you, I mean, you'll be looking busted and they'll be like, girl, you cute. No, you're not. And, I'll, and sometimes it takes somebody who can't stand you that'll I'll be the person that's going to tell you, mm, you look so busted today. Yep. I just want to let you know. Yep. Or like, you don't smell that great. Like, you're no. You're free to tell you, girl, you smell like you fell off the back little, of a fish taco Little fish truck. cakes. Little fish Going cakes. back upstairs. Little fish fillet. I'd be like, girl, I don't know. Let's stop by my house. I'm going to help you freshen up. Hello. Like, your friend needs to tell you straight up. I see your panty line and it don't look great. You see it. Need to tell you straight up, girl, you need to put an undergarment on. I mean, I, mean, I girl, saw somebody this week. you should week. not wear that off-the-shoulder shirt. Listen, you I need to, to put this. a full bra on. I saw somebody this week and I was like, why? Where are they friends? They don't have no friends. Not no real ones. I said, because that thing looked like, they looked like there was more pregnant than you. Listen. More than a little pumpkin. A little pumpkin in that. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how you look more than a little pumpkin. But, you know, that's how people in the world. Bless the Lord on my soul. But not even just honest about your looks. Just honest about, like, what you're doing in life. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Like, my friend, my friends, um, I sat down with a friend a few weeks ago. It really yeah. sounds like I got a lot of friends. I only have, like, three or four. <laughs> um... But I sat down with a friend a few weeks ago. They was at, telling me, you know, all the stuff that they wanted to do. I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. I'm like, girl, bye. That is too much. You don't need to be doing all that. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Yeah. You need to say no. You don't need to do that. Are you crazy? Right. And I, I even asked her, what you, how do you think you're going to balance all that? Right. Well, what you got in you? No, ma'am. You need to pick two or four. Good. You can't do all that. I told Good. her straight up. Because I'm not a good friend if I just be like, ooh, girl, you just going hard in the kingdom. Hard you in just, the tank. Just do it, do it. You yeah. can do it, do it. No, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. And then watch them struggle and be like, I'm here for you. No, you should have been here for me when I laid this all out to you yeah. and it sounded so unreasonable. Then that, that that's when I need you to be here for me, to help me in my decision making process and of course you don't control your friends you don't manipulate no. them and stuff like that but you need to be honest with them going forward and of course if they make a bad decision you do you know you're gonna yeah. be there for them and everything Absolutely. like that but you want to be brutally honest with your friends about everything and then if we can't if i can't be brutally honest with you we can't be friends Absolutely. if i have to tiptoe around you to tell you about what's really going on how i feel what i'm perceiving about you what is if i can't just be open with you then i should not be friends with you i think yeah. it's it's a mess when people have to tiptoe around people and uh, you know and, all, and, 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 and you can say it like this again i mean it's just sad yeah, and there's a time and place for that. Yeah. And, and we're not saying that you can't be in relationship with people. No. We're saying don't categorize these people as your friends. 
Yeah. So friends thrown away right. around way so too much. So you put them in the colleague box. Exactly. You put them in the homie box. Yeah. You put them in the travel partner box. Yeah. You put them in the drinking box. So you know some people have people they just like yeah, to go out to drink like with. To have a drink. They just like to go out and have a drink with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You put them in the play date box because you don't mind when y'all kids hang out. But everybody does not go in the friend box. You need to shrink your friend box. That's so good. I mean, I just propose to you, if your friends are more than these right here, you have too many. Wow. More than the ghetto males? If your friends are more than these right here, these 10. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, I'm with it. You got a blackhead on your cheek. I keep on looking at it. I really want to pop it. it. It's like right here. Really? I just, yeah. No, no, no. Don't squeeze it on air, but okay. we do it later. Yeah. Because it's, it's bloody. Like... Mm. You have a problem. I know. You mm. inherited that from your father. Mm. God bless his soul. Mm. It's ready. Mm. That's nasty. Mm. Why do you like popping stuff? I don't know. Um, but anyways, so yeah. So put these relationships into the proper the proper context. box. Yeah. If you have somebody that you just think is fun, you like to go to concerts with. Call him your concert buddy. That's my concert buddy. That ain't my friend. That is my concert That's buddy. My concert buddy. I don't be honest with her. She picked me up from the concert. <laughs> she look hot mess, but I don't care. Ah! Because we know we about to have fun. Then that's your concert buddy. That's not your friend. Come on. You don't know much about her. She not really be honest with you. He's not really be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, man. He got holes that you don't even know. Yeah, man. You y'all not friends. Y'all just smoking buddies. Yeah, man. Golf buddies. Yeah, popular. Worship buddies. Yeah, man. Anyways. Yeah, but you need to be choosy. I know people who pick up friends because they're friends with their friends. Mm. That is the weirdest thing ever to me. Super because you weird. don't even really like them. Like, you wouldn't even hang out with them if they weren't connected to your friends. So why are you out with them? We can go out. I just don't understand that. I don't, well, know. I don't have time to give you. No, no, no. I'm not one-on-one. But, like, I've been oh. in that situation before. Like, you know, she won't her to tag along. I'm like, hey, girl, you know what I mean? But we got like a mutual friend. But I don't call her my friend. Yeah. I was like, we all went together. I went out with my friend and she came too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> her too. And her. But I'd be like, two hey, plus girl. one. Yeah, like whatever. <laughs> like when I was out with my friend, but then yeah. they went. Yeah. And they was cool, but they're not my friend just because they friends with her. I get it. We not. I guess I'm just different. I just don't even want to go out with you at all. I'll just tell my friend, I'll hit them later. Like, I'm not going out with you. You suck. Because you only want one on one? I mean, or people that I feel like are worth my time. You know I don't play with my people. I don't have time for you. You ain't worth my time. I just swear to you. Don't want you around me. Don't say nothing to me. Don't even remember my name. You disrespectful. And that's why you don't have no golf buddies now. I don't have any golf buddies. You want to go play golf with Apostle because he need a golf buddy. My sister wanted to, Cam Ross. He, he need a golf buddy. We don't need, he don't need no women friends. He got an abnormal point. I don't have time for him to be going out with no women friends. <sighs> An abnormal groin. We got man friends. Y'all be out there certified. Golf he didn't put on his golf shorts and the abnormal groin come up on the. Mm mm. He need man friends. Uncle Malik, you want to go out? Well, I'm just going to talk. He's, gonna be, he's busy on the weekends. Busy on the weekends. That's when I have On time. the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, be choosy with your friends. Um, You know. Use those four tips, but all in all, make sure that you're having a regular evaluation of the people that you spend t- time with, that you let into your intimate space. And quite honestly, 
regularly evaluated. Absolutely. Listen, you still have time to invite your followers, share on Facebook and Twitter. Moving to the next segment, please play the song. There it is. Hey, ladies. There it is again. One more time. Hey, ladies. I was like, it's not a segment. Okay. I just want to adjust my nose ring. Oh my god. I know. Especially when I adjust it from the inside, people think I'm digging in my nose. I've wondered that before, to be yeah. honest with you. But I'm I've like, wondered before, like, is she like going for gold? <laughs> no, I'm just adjusting the stick. So it's like oh. a stick in there. So you I'll just set me free. How did y'all deliver? I'll turn it and then just make sure it's in there. Got it. Yeah. Do you know men with their nose rings? Yeah. I would never, but I'm just asking. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cool. They're wide receivers, though. The ones oh. I know. Wide. We yeah. Don't know, we don't know if you're careful now. Okay. Yeah. I know two, but they're both wide receivers. I mean, I'm not saying that I all men. That's, that's a disrespectful term to use. Is it? Same gender loving. Same gender loving. Yeah. That's the most appropriate term. Oh. No, I just think wide receiver is funnier. No. It's also seen as disrespectful. Okay. And Somebody said Tyrese has his nose pierced. You know, I actually would not doubt his wide receiver. Please stop um, using that term. Privileges. It's not a it's not Tupac. a favorable term. In the oh, Tupac had his nose pierced. Yeah, Tupac wasn't a popular though. That's different. I mean, what? So what does it mean? Apostles can get their nose pierced? He was, I mean, he just he was, was a, a pioneer. Prophet. He was a pioneer. He, he was a prophet. He was not an apostle. He's a pioneer. So many on so many levels. Well, you know, a lot of prophets is wide receivers. So actually. You don't know what? what do you mean a lot of prophets? <laughs> what is your generalization of prophets saying that they're wide receiver? I'm not wide receiver. I'm a showing up prophet. Okay, that um, but you also an apostle. What does that have to do with anything? Do your wise women thing. I don't know. I was gonna say something, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind. Cause yeah. do your thing. Do your thing. And stop oh, calling people wide receivers. Oh, Same gender-loving oh. men. Same gender-loving men. But anyways, I don't. Oh, somebody said they don't get the wide receiver thing. Oh, um, please don't make my wife explain this to you. Well, it's like um, it's same gender-loving. It's just it's same it's same gender-loving. You know, like you to to give and to receive and. You know, like you, 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 yeah. So, anyways, wise women tip for the day. Come on. Um, wise women, and this is this is my tip, and it's gonna be quick. You know what I mean? It's gonna be it's gonna be quick. Wise women choose a man for their future. Ooh, cut that out. Not the man of their dreams. Oh my God, she done said something here. Because the this? fact is. That the man of your dreams, think about your dreams. Most of the time, your dreams are unrealistic. Oh, my God. They are short-lived. They cause you to wake up in a sweat and you barely remember what they are. However, when you actually plan for a future, then that is something that actually has a plan, a hope. I know the ways that I have to plan, you know, for your future. That's different than a dream and a pipe dream. People Mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. a dream of a man before they know what a man is. This is like, you know, a little girl, the, you know, the, the man of my dreams, this is some Disney stuff, the man of my dreams, you know, the man of my dreams is going to be tall, dark, and handsome, a prince, mm. you know, he going to have it going on, he going to have this, he going to have that, he going to have this, he going to have that. Most of us, we figure out who the man of our dreams is before we even come into womanhood. 
Wow. So you picked a man based on your childish appetite. Mm. So based on your childish appetite, you have a list of characteristics that you look for in a man. Childish appetite. And so the man, that's the man of your dreams. But the man for your future um, actually has the ability to build a future and lead you into a future. I wow. cannot, I can't understand a man who hasn't led anything well cannot lead an ant to an open pack of biscuits. Mm, not an open pack of biscuits. To an open pack of biscuits, okay. but you think he can lead your house. Wow. But he don't lead well on his job. He don't lead well in his church. He don't lead well in his finances. He don't lead well in his family. He don't even lead well on his block. I mean, you're better off getting a gangster rather than some of these other people that y'all pick. I mean, at least he's he's uh, corralled a whole squad a of whole men squad. to do things. Preach. I mean, your chances are your chances are better with that. Not not that I'm not the, saying that that's your number one pick, but a lot of times when you think about a man, you should be thinking about: Is this somebody that I would follow? Is this an actual head that I would be fine? That I would be okay with submitting? my decisions too. Some of y'all would date men that aren't submitted to anybody. No, no, sir. Ab absolutely not. The man of your future is actually submitted to somebody. Mm. Why? Because you have no future outside of submission. Good. And if he is asking you to do something to him that he's not willing to do to somebody else or up under somebody else, then he's a hypocrite. I mean, a whole hypocrite. And so the man of your dreams will ask you to submit to him but wouldn't submit to anybody. So wise women are actually looking for a man that is com compatible with their actual future. And some people are like, oh, you know, he got to have money, he got to have car, he got to have this, he got to have that. That's fine. I think some of that stuff is a little superficial because I think different people have reasons of why they may be in the situation they're in. Yes. So I don't think that you necessarily want to make that as a blanket statement. We were talking about somebody earlier and they were like, oh, well, you know, he lives with his mom. But my question was, but how much money does he have stacked in the bank? Because he might live with his mom because it's financially feasible at this point, but he has thousands of dollars stacked in the bank. Now, in this case, I don't think he did. Somebody tried to help me uh, with some little insight on this, mm. this man of God. Um, but you, you never really know. So you can't really go with that. But what is his grind? What is his plan for the future? How does he make decisions? How does he stand up as a man in making decision in um, making choices about his own life? Good. How does your future, how would your future be advanced by you submitting or coming up under the grind or the lifestyle, the vision that he actually has for his life? Does he have a vision yeah, for his life? So if he doesn't have a vision for his life, well, ma'am, absolutely not. There is no way that you should be submitting your vision to him. And we were like, oh, but he's just so this, he's so that. He's so perfect for me in all of these ways. That's the man of your dreams. But a wise woman is looking for the man of her future. Wow. That was good. Well, praise God. I mean, you, you had something to say today. Bless him. I mean, that's not always the case, but you really had something to say today, and I really appreciate that. I'm just saying, is that the groin talking to you? <laughs> Listen, we're moving on to the next segment, and this is some of your favorite segment of all. Now i got to shift gears here. It's time for the prophetic time. What is yeah. prophecy? Prophecy is inspired utterance from God. 
uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 says this about prophecy. Because it, it comes to edify, helps to build you up, comfort, help you through hard seasons, and to exhort means yes. to push you into the place God has designed for you. All that. And we on this show share at the end of the show the Father's heart for you, no matter whether you're a Christian or not, no matter where you are in life, God has a word for you. I want you to call the number 909-545-6526. Again, the number is 909-545-6526. If there's a Jesse or a Jessica or something like that watching, uh, please call in. If there's a Jesse or a Jessica or something like that watching, please call in. Again, the number is 909-545-6526. I keep hearing that. 909-545-6526 with Jesse or Jessica. Jesse. All right, anybody else, you, again, you can also call in. Again, the number is 909-545-6526. There is a word for you. From the Lord. From you. You got something to say? This is for, oh, I was about to say this is for you. Hi, caller, your name and where you're calling from. I'm Christian, and I'm from Fontana. Christian from Fontana. My Christian? Yeah. You can't, you can't hear that voice? I can hear that voice. Here you go. Here, here you go. Here's the word of the Lord for you, precious. So the, the Lord is just about to expand your thinking concerning your destiny. There's about three different new areas that God's about to open up for you in 2018. And um, two of these areas are going to be uh, uh, money um, um, ways that are going to be coming to you. God's going to make a way in two different areas for money. And then the third is going to be kind of like a passion uh, project. And the Lord said, as you as you settle yourself in the fact that he's called you to do multiple things at one time, you're going to begin to step into the fullness of this. Now, the month of March is going to be a really important month for you, um, the year 2018, because in that particular month, the Lord said that there's going to be a major shift that comes in your life where he's going to cause for, and this is how I heard it, for your eyes to be open wide. And, and I felt like the Lord is going to cause for some things in that particular month to fall off, even some connections to fall off. But the Lord said, do not be afraid of when that moment happens because he's preparing you for your future and the greatness that's set up for you. Now, I saw, I saw a, a check being written to you, um, and, and, I, and I saw this happening in 2018, but I saw a check being written to you, and it was going to be connected to a, a, a formed business plan. And I saw someone wanting to invest in ideas that you had on the inside of you. So I heard the Lord say, move forward in what he's shown you, because if you're obedient to him, the provision is going to come. You receive that? All right. All right. <laughs> That's a little songbird. Again, the number is 909-545-6526. Remember, if there's a Jesse or a Jessica out there, please call. Hi, call your name and where you're calling from. Tangela. Again, your name? Tangela. Tangela. Okay, Gregory, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta's a great place to call from. Uh, this is what I saw. I literally saw the water stirring um, in your life. I saw a stirring of the water of your life. And so the Lord is just telling me that he's literally beginning to call for a movement of his spirit to come upon you. And I felt like I got an old mindsets and old ways of thinking were going to fall off. But then there was going to be, uh, um, in the way I hear it, it's like it's going to be invigorating how God is going to begin to release his heart and his voice to you, and it's going to cause for you to move further. Then I just got a picture. I just saw a picture of, of you almost in a, in, a, um, in a field with 
flowers. And these flowers had all of these fragrant smells. And what I heard the Lord say is that in this season, he's going to begin to awaken your senses to new adventures in him. And he's going to cause for you to have heightened experience in his presence. But it's going to be phenomenal what God is going to do because I saw, I saw something beginning to happen for you in the next 45 days of your life where I saw, um, I saw, how do I say this? I, I saw, I saw papers that were beginning to flip and turn in your favor, but not only that, I saw a very special relationship that God was going to bring to your life that was going to bring fulfillment to you in ways that you hadn't had fulfillment before. And so the Lord says, get ready because this is going to be a very unique season for you, but you and him, you're about to walk through the fields and you are going to have wonderful experiences together. You receive that? You're welcome. We'll do one more caller. The number is 909-505-6526. Caller, your name and where you're calling from. Hi, caller, your name and where you're calling from. Hi, calling from One more time, your name again? Okay, I, I missed it, but here's, here's the word of the Lord. Here, here's the word of the Lord for you, though. Um, I, I, I keep hearing the same word over and over again. It's very interesting to me. But I, I keep hearing the word shift, shift, shift. And, and I felt like the Lord was saying that was uh, what's about to happen in your life. The giftings on the inside of you, you're about to be awakened at another level. I saw the season where the enemy wanted to try to make some things dormant. But there's a stirring of even, um, okay, even even there's some kind of prophetic anointing upon your life. The Lord is stirring that. He's going to cause for you to open your mouth wide in this season and to declare what he's saying. But not only that, there's this tremendous victory that's going to come on the other level of your obedience to share what the Father's heart is for those around you. And so the Lord says, get ready for the stirring of the gifts. There's like a stirring of the gifts on the inside of you, and you're going to begin to flow in those gifts in a very, very strong way. Now, the Lord is going to do something really uh, great. I'm seeing some, some man looks like he's somewhere in his 20s to 30s. Um, um, in, in, in your, I want to say your family, but definitely in your life, that the Lord is about to place his hand upon, and he's about to bring him great deliverance and freedom, and he's about to come out on the other side of a certain struggle in his life. And so the Lord says, get ready, because this thing is about to happen swiftly. And I, and I saw something uh, beginning to turn for you, um, even in the next 65 days. And so prepare your heart to see that thing shift and change for you. God bless you. I mean, just eventful tonight. I feel like we met Tangela. I think we met her. Did we? Yeah. I think we met her at World Changers. Because oh. the name sounds really familiar, and then she said Atlanta. I almost knew that she Oh, she said Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it. Yeah. I didn't hear it. So, I mean... It's freezing. Is it freezing? Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean... Oh, yeah. For sure. She's on there. I don't know if it's freezing for anybody. You gonna take one more? Or are you done? Should we do one more? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Huh? Did Jessica call? Did she say anything on there? Maybe it's gonna continue. No. Okay. Maybe it's on a replay. But if you if you if you end up watching this later and your name is Jesse or Jessica or something of that nature, please email us at info at shermandumas.com. If you're a Jessica, I know it's not you. I know that for sure. Yeah. So um it's so, not a Jessica, we know. Yeah, so it's info at shermandumas.com. Um, com. If, I knew that prophetically, you. that it wasn't one we knew. Oh, you're not? Now you're flowing? I knew that by okay. the Spirit, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
yours that's my last you word you always come out with these things that's good fight for what's yours like if if you know that is yours fight for it whether that's your family your ministry your business your idea is all worth the fight um i'm in a season in my life right now where i'm learning how to fight on another level to what i believe belongs to me and and i believe that as you fight you'll receive breakthrough and that um, you can't give up. Just whatever's trying to stop you and tell you that you won't succeed, tell it to shut the hell up and run into your vision and run into your dream. That's my words for today. I mean, listen, I know that's right. Oh, if you have a project, um, might as well do a commercial so I don't have nothing powerful to say. If you have a project that you were supposed to finish 2017, you didn't finish it, a writing, writing project, project, a business plan, um, anything that you are supposed to accomplish that requires you putting your hands to a keyboard and getting it done, writing the vision, making it plain, a screenplay, anything like that, a, a school you're supposed to plan, but you haven't planned it on paper yet. You want to join me for November Shatter Day. Yeah. November <laughs> Shatter Day is going to be a, a day of writing, a writer's conference. So we rented out a home I'm in Riverside, California, just for the day. It will be eight hours of writing, two workshops. Um, I'll have Kim Scott with me for oh, that wow. day. Oh, wow, the famous um, Kim Scott. Yes, the famous, the illustrious um, Kim Scott, um, also uh, from Them Scots. And um, <laughs> and so I want you um, to join me. She has, She is an accomplished author. She has written several pieces. And not that she's written several pieces, but the time frame um, that she's done them in and also the system that she's put together just to help you get it done. So she'll be teaching that day. Um, I'll also be teaching on procrastination. Um, lunch will be provided as well as snacks all day while you write. It is $25. Yeah. Yes, it is $25. So you're paying for the workshop. You also are paying for your lunch for the day. And you will be receiving eight hours of quiet time where you can really jumpstart your life. We also will make resources available to you that are only available to people who register that day. Discounts for further things that can walk you through getting it done before December. Registereducativist.com. Do it. Do it. You're, you're, you won't regret that you're a part of it. Yeah, it's it, going to be fun. It's been great being on with you guys today. We had a, I really enjoyed the show. I enjoyed doing that with you today. Mm -hmm. And so you're supposed to do Doing it with the Doomises. Doing it with the Doomises. Doing it with the Doomises. Hashtag doing it with the Doomises. Whatever that means. Okay. I'm in, I'm in Apostle Marino. said he don't know what that means. I'm in a, uh, He don't Stevenson. understand what we're doing. Listen, what are we doing with the Doomises? We need to clear that up. What is it? <laughs> um, and so. But he also said this was a cookbook on different ways to cook grits. That is what he said. So. Uh, I want you to join me in Moreno Valley this weekend as well. Um, info on my Instagram, you'll be able to find that. It's been great spending time with you the guys. The link We're is in the here. bio. Please play, no it's not. Please play, please play this song. I just like to say that. The link is in the bio. There it is. The link is in the bio. Are you ready? Like somebody said that about me, the link is in the bio. And I didn't know the link was in the bio. 
But it was in there. It was in your bio. It was in my bio. Too raw. Let's go. Too real. Too raw. I hope you can handle it too much for y'all. Freedom and deliverance. Sherman and Jaquette. Too real. Too raw. Sherman and Jaquette. Too real. Too raw. Bye, y'all. See you next week. We brought the fat cam back today. Brought the fat cam back over here. I mean, this camera is not kind. This one, this one on the side is just not. I mean, that's not where it's at that.